Welcome to Wealth Simplified, your guide to navigating the intricate world of wealth. Whether you're a first-generation wealth creator or a steward to multi-generational wealth, we want to make the complex simple and the vision clear. Join us as we unravel strategies and perspectives behind building, sustaining, and preserving wealth, empowering you with the knowledge and confidence to shape a secure financial future. Let's get to it. The following presentation by Waldron Private Wealth is intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as a receipt of or a substitute for personalized investment advice from Waldron or any other investment professional of your choosing. Please see additional important disclosure at the end of this presentation, a copy of Waldron's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request at www. WaldronPrivateWealth.com. Hello, hello. This is Samantha, and you are listening to What the Finance, our mini series within the Wealth Simplified podcast. Today, I want to dive into a topic that's top of mind for many individuals approaching retirement age, and that's Social Security. Social Security is a critical component of most Americans' retirement plans, but many individuals are uncertain about how and when to claim benefits. The number one question that I get from my clients regarding Social Security is, when should I begin collecting? And more specifically, should I consider delaying? So today we're going to explore the pros, the cons, and the important considerations when it comes to timing your Social Security benefits. But before we dive into the nitty-gritty, you need to understand the basics of when you are eligible to start collecting Social Security. And an important thing to note is that everyone has what's considered a full retirement age. And your full retirement age is the age that you are able to collect your full Social Security benefits without reduction. And it varies based on your year of birth, but it typically falls somewhere between age 66 and age 67. Now, you are able to collect Social Security benefits early, as early as age 62, and you're also able to make an election to delay. There are implications for both decisions. So if you collect early, your monthly benefit decreases, and if you delay collection, your monthly benefit increases. So now that you know the basics, let's dive into why you might choose to delay. The first reason that you would look to delay Social Security and the most significant one is that delaying Social Security results in an increased monthly benefit. So this means that your monthly benefit checks will be higher when you finally start claiming. For each year that you delay past your full retirement age, your benefit increases by about 8% per year. Where else in the market can you get a guaranteed 8% rate of return. I cannot think of a single place, and in fact, we're not even allowed to use the word guaranteed. So that's a biggie. The next reason you might choose to delay is larger survivor benefits. So if you are married and you are the primary breadwinner, delaying Social Security can provide larger survivor benefits for your spouse in the event of your passing. So delaying may not only impact your benefits, but also the benefits that your surviving spouse could collect. Last reason I want to hit on is the tax benefits of delaying. So delaying Social Security can also have tax advantages. And I want to uh, kind of go through this in the form of an example. So 
Let's say you are an individual who is 67 years old and you are still working and collecting a salary. If you begin collecting Social Security on top of your salary, you're going to be paying taxes on that Social Security at a higher income tax rate than if you postpone collection until post-retirement. So big thing to consider and do a little bit of an analysis on before collecting. So those are a few of the reasons that you might choose to delay. But let's talk about the reasons why you might choose to begin collecting early or at your full retirement age. Number one thing I want to hit on is the opportunity cost. So by delaying Social Security, you are foregoing years of potential income that you could have received earlier. And this decision to delay may mean that you'll need to tap into other resources to cover your expenses. In some cases, those resources may be investment accounts with appreciated stock or an individual retirement account that you carry, um, you know, ordinary income tax consequences with their liquidation. So uh, the opportunity costs, the, te- the tax considerations definitely matter when thinking about this. Um, the other big reason that you may choose to collect early is just uncertainty. Uh, delaying Social Security is a long-term commitment, and you really can't predict how long you're going to live. If you pass away shortly after starting your benefits, you may have missed out on substantial payments that could have been enjoyed in your early retirement years. And I have a joke, you know, that I talk about with clients that, you know, if you can tell me exactly when you're going to die, I will tell you exactly when to collect Social Security. And, you know, unfortunately, this is just one of those things that will always be a potential risk factor because nobody has a crystal ball. Last thing I want to hit on, and it is related to the uncertainty, um, is health considerations. If you are a person who is not in great health um, or you're even unsure about your your life expectancy, delaying Social Security might not be the best choice. Um, Claiming earlier may be more beneficial for you so that you can collect on those payments that you are owed for as long as you can. All right, so there you have it, a few pros and cons. Uh, But before we wrap this up, there are a few additional considerations I wanted to throw out there to help you guys navigate the Social Security waters. So first thing, there is absolutely no sense in postponing collection after the age of 70. It's very important to note that your monthly benefit stops increasing at age 70 and your work and income history after that point have absolutely no impact on the monthly benefit. So if you are over the age of 70, go apply for your benefit, period, end of story. Next, you guys need to consider whose record you are going to collect benefit on. Depending on your work and relationship history, you may be eligible to apply under your own employment record, under your living spouse's record, under a deceased spouse's record, and even under your ex-spouse's record, depending on how long you were married. I do want to point out that Social Security will not offer you the information about whose record will result in the highest monthly benefit to you. You need to ask the question. So before you start to apply, make sure you have all of your information gathered, make sure you've got all your ducks in a row so that you are prepared to ask the right questions. Finally, When you are ready to apply, there are a couple of different ways you can do it. Um, If you're applying on your own record, you can do so online, you can do so by phone or in person at a Social Security office, and you will need to provide very specific documents when you do so. So 
I recommend requesting a social security starter kit, which you can do at your local office or by visiting the uh, social security website at www.ssa.gov. So there you have it. The decision for when to collect social security is a complex one and there is no one size fits all answer. It depends on your unique financial situation, goals, your health, and your longevity. I do hope that this episode helped shed some light on the considerations surrounding the timing of your Social Security benefits. And if you have any questions pertaining to your unique financial situation, please reach out to us at podcast at waldronpw.com. Until next time. If you're in need of wealth management planning and advice, we'd love to connect with you. You can reach out to us directly at podcast at waldronpw.com. The previous presentation by Waldron Private Wealth was intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as a receipt of or a substitute for personalized investment advice from Waldron or any other investment professional of your choosing. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy or any non-investment-related or planning services, discussion, or content will be profitable, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. Waldron is neither a law firm nor accounting firm, and no portion of its services should be construed as legal or accounting advice. No portion of the video content should be construed by a client or prospective client as a guarantee that he or she will experience a certain level of results if Waldron is engaged or continues to be engaged to provide investment advisory services. A copy of Waldron's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request or at www.waldronprivatewealth.com.